0: We interrupt this program for a special announcement. The Movie Planet podcast review for this week has been postponed until next week due to the oncoming Caitlin Vasion. Caitlin is in the building. Repeat Caitlin is in the building. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Movie Planet. It is a Caitlyn invasion again. Caitlyn is back in What's studio. What's up, people? We were in the middle of our doing our horror movies, but Caitlyn came in to wreck shop. I am the horror story today. Speaking of, we're doing Never Been Kissed. <laughs> Which was a horror story <laughs> for Joe. <laughs> Joining me is the Sam Coulson to my... Jo- Wait, I'm... Nope, Sa- you're Sam. See, this is when I write it over again. I know. <laughs> We're doing uh, Never Been Kissed from 1999 for the Romance Pantheon of Films. Uh, so far, we've only got two in there. We got Pretty Woman with a solid A, and we got When Harry Met Sally with a solid B. Well, it's a little bit higher than a B, but it's, it's above average. Uh, the higher the grade we give this movie, the longer it may be staying there. Only a film with a higher grade can kick it out on its ass from the Pantheon in the future. So we will discuss the movie, and in an hour or so, we will analyze it and grade it and figure out if we need to boot a movie out, but in this case, we won't have to because there's only two. of kinda- Yes. Yeah, so it ain't going anywhere, Caitlin, don't worry. Okay, this is a spoiler-rich podcast, so if you haven't seen 1999's Never Been Kissed, where the hell have you been? I'm telling you. It, well, I mean, this was the first well, time I saw seen it. it. <laughs> I should say that. Uh, it's best if you stop right here, watch the movie, and then turn us back on to enjoy our discussion and analysis. But now that we've handled that business, let's get down to business with how this movie came to be. Don't get on the set. Get ready to shoot, and then ask for rewrites. Studios do this crap all the time, and they wonder why they end up with a shit movie. Smoke and mirrors, guys. Welcome to the movie factory. Movie? You know, I hate the word movie. I don't make movies. I make films. First off, this movie came out in 1999 and was made for only $25 million. Where'd the money go?
1: Shut up. I'm just,
0: I won't start yet. I won't start yet. I'm just messing it's around It's a star-studded gas, people. It well. There are some stars it in this. It went to good use. There are some. In fact, let's get into the stars right now. Let's get right in. Now. Okay, so you got the great and powerful Drew Barrymore as Josie Geller, whom I have had a lifelong crush on until, until now. I saw this until movie. Until now. <laughs> David Arquette, the lesser Arquette, as Rob Geller. Who's the other Arquette? Patricia Arquette.
1: I did know that. Okay.
0: And then there's their sister, Rosanna Arquette, who's just fallen off completely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Michael Vartan of Alias fame Oh
1: my god I love him so much Call me
0: <laughs> He's dreamy He is Mick Well not Mick dreamy But
1: yeah, he's he's, he's Mick dreamy like He's dreamy He is dreamy uh,
0: Lili Sobieski is eldest And if you're wondering where she went after this No one knows <laughs> <laughs> She just disappeared She was at one point Spoken of as like one of the hot new actresses coming out Because she was so good And then she did some really too artsy stuff And we just went off the wagon She's just pondering life.
1: Oh, it's not from the movie. This is from the
0: movie, starring Molly Shannon. Oh, as yes. As Anita, John C. Riley. I'm. Ta- I he's mean, in this.
1: I know, and he's hysterical.
0: Jeremy Jordan as Guy. I heart Guy. <laughs> uh, Jessica Alba, wh- what? As
1: Kristen. I'm just saying, people. Star studded.
0: Jordan Ladd and Marley Shelton as Gibby and Kristen. I mean, and then at the bottom of this list, Octavia Spencer. Academy Award winning actress Octavia Spencer.
1: I'm just gonna say they all saw something in it. It's not just me. And
0: and James Mother Franco. <laughs> and, but not as James Franco. James Edward. James Edward. <laughs> okay, but uh, now that we've heard that music, <laughs> we can mute that. Yeah, that's kind of,
1: I mean, that's not really the feel. Oh, don't, it gets better, don't
0: though. Don't let the music Look. dissuade you. <laughs> this is so 90s. <laughs> Actually, this music sounds like it should be in the wrong, in a different movie. It really does. Yeah, like Forrest Gump. Oh, oh, yep. Okay, there it is. That's enough of that. Yep. Okay, into inception to perception, where I dig shallowly, shallowly into the internet to find out how this movie got to be. This is Drew Barrymore's first film for her own production company, Flower Films. What a cringy name. She's such a hippie. Like what the. F- yeah, I know. Uh, when Gary Marshall's character is speaking, he to his makes voice, the movie. Anthony, <laughs> <laughs> boy, we have very different opinions. I about love him. Gary Marshall. <laughs> He's speaking to his employees at the Chicago Sun-Times boardroom, and he says, I don't even know my own kids. His real-life daughter, Kathleen Marshall, is sitting to his right when he's speaking.
1: And honestly, <laughs> I mean, I buy it. I, he probably doesn't or didn't in 1999. Where are they now?
0: Do you know who else is his daughter who's super famous? Who? She was the director of A League of Her Own. Oh, for real? Penny Marshall. I didn't know that. Yeah. During the prom, a pregnant Mary and Joseph oh go God. to sit down at a table. It's but just too bad for them. But there's... <laughs> But they're sent away by the popular girls saying there is no room. (laughs) It's just too bad for them. This is literally all I could find. That's really sad to me. (laughs) No. This movie, history has forgotten. Think of it this way. This year would have been the 20th anniversary of this movie.
1: And they did nothing. That's so sad.
0: No one mentioned it. <laughs> oh, that's kind of You right. are the flag bearer for this movie. If I got to stand alone, I got to stand alone. You, you, you and the lady from Gone Girl can just... Let them freak flags fly. But Caitlin, let's get into this, I guess. Uh, how did you hear about this movie? Okay, do you remember when you first saw it? I remember. So strangely
1: enough, I was on a ski trip with my parents. We were at the resort one night. And back then, I don't even know if you can still do this, but you could like check out DVDs and and watch them. I mean, I'm assuming that's the things people still do pre-Netflix. Yeah. And Never Been Kissed was one of them. And I don't know how we got about grabbing this movie. And of course, like as I mean, it was the early 2000s. I was in middle school. The innuendos all throughout this movie were like way above my head. But I still remember it being funny as hell. Yeah. And I have just loved it ever since. And the older (laughs) I've gotten, it's like every time I've watched it as I've gotten a little bit older, oh, that makes sense now. Oh, I get that joke now. Oh, I get that joke now. And it... It has layers. Yeah. And I think that it's not so much a rom-com as it really is like a coming of age film, even at the ripe old age of of 25. 25. (laughs) Of 25 for Miss Josie Geller.
0: Well, I was thinking about this as you were talking about movies that we all hold dear to our hearts that many people probably don't like. <laughs> and mine is The Burbs. Have you ever seen The Burbs with Tom Hanks? No. Okay. It's a hysterical movie because when I grew up watching it, I could relate to every character and it. I knew who they were in my life. And so I love the movie. I'd give it an A. But I know most people give it a D. Uh,
1: <laughs> see... You just remember that when we're talking about the movie later on. I
0: will, you but Just hey, remember. let's get started walking through this movie with a clip from 1999's Never Been <laughs> Kissed.
2: <laughs> yeah, baby! Mm.
0: Woo! Rob, you're making
1: a mess. Can you do this at Mom and Dad's? No, nah,
2: it's their turn to do the Franklin Mint potluck dinner. But I made a Pizza. I can't do it. What? Damn! These are high school girls? We got some underage hotties on our hands here. Gus wants me to be friends with these people, the popular kids. It's impossible. Why is it impossible? You know what it was like for me in high school. All I wanted was to be accepted. And they just tortured me. I can't go back to South Glen South. You're at South Glen South? They have a killer baseball team.
1: Focus, please.
2: Okay, okay. You're an adult now, Josie. You're successful. You graduated at the top of your class. You work for a newspaper. You wash your hair now. You're not Josie Grozy anymore.
1: Don't you know how much I just wanted to be you in high school? just for one day to know what it was
2: like to be popular? It's not that hard, Josie. All you need is the right person. One person to think you're cool and you're in. Everyone else will be too scared to question it.
1: Is that true?
2: Yeah, it's a little known fact. Don't you wanna show them Gus, Billy Prince, yourself? Don't you wanna show them that the cool kids don't freak you out anymore? That you can go in there, and you can be friends with them, and you can get your story? Yes, desperately. Plus, if you quit now, then you're no better than me. Better than I. That's a spirit. Mm. So let's hear it. Come on. I'm not Josie Grossy anymore. I'm not Josie Grossy anymore. That's it. Now, scream it. I'm right. not Josie Grossy anymore! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's good. Oh, that's good. It just hits you. Okay, so Josie Geller is a highly intelligent, if pedantic and lonely, copy editor for the Chicago Sun Times. Josie desperately wants to be a reporter and constantly sends story ideas to her boss Gus, who appreciates her eagerness but does not believe she is up to the challenge of being a reporter. Josie is. You gotta grab the bull by the balls. (laughs) <laughs> I can grab a bull's balls. Josie is disillusioned with her life and avoids other people, which puzzles her promiscuous co-worker, coworker Anita. One day during a staff meeting, the tyrannical editor-in-chief, Rigfert assigns her to report undercover at a high school to help parents become more aware of their children's lives. Josie is overjoyed, but Anita and Gus think it's a bad idea and that she will get fired. <laughs> But she asserts herself and hurries to tell her younger brother, Rob, a former high school baseball champion who works at a postage and packaging store named the Tiki Post and is similarly disillusioned with life. So this is her intro. (laughs) (laughs) Just go ahead. Make a few comments now. (laughs) Okay, I'll start. I just. uh (laughs) (laughs) Makeup department should have gotten an Academy Award for this for Drew Barrymore. I yeah, I probably
1: saw this movie prior to Charlie's Angels. so this was probably the very first time I had ever seen Drew Barrymore in a film. Oh my. I mean E.T, but that so you're as far. a child, but like as an adult. And I have to say, I do not think she is attractive and it is probably because of this movie. <laughs> this was the bar. Like I really think she is not cute <laughs> at all. Oh God, at all. Um. Yeah, she looks toe up in this movie. Yeah. For those uh, 1999
0: references. I want to ask a question, and that is Molly Shannon, love or hate?
1: I love her because everybody has a Molly Shannon in their life. Yeah. Whether it's superstar Molly Shannon, whether it's divorced Molly Shannon, whether it's never been kissed Molly Shannon, you all have that slutty friend that like comes crashing into your room like a <laughs> tornado. That's like, guess who I did it with last night? <laughs> I mean, granted. <laughs> those were all friends I had in college, but like you think, like those people come to mind. Like you, mm-hmm. you like know. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's so and so.
0: I will say that as soon as I saw her on the screen, I automatically gave it a negative for me. You don't like Molly Shannon. I hate Molly Shannon. Why? I've never liked anything that she does, even on SNL. All her characters were always just like I felt like each one tried way too hard. Really?
1: Yeah. See, I think I like her because she's not cute either. Well. I mean, she can be. I I think I like, like she, that she's this is the cutest playing. she's
0: ever looked in a movie.
1: Have you watched Divorce on HBO? No. Okay, you might need to check that out. Okay. And then see because Molly Shannon is like the crazy f***ing housewife, like popping pills. <laughs> it's really funny.
0: Well, there's a couple of things that I noticed in this movie right away. One is that clearly this offer has no respect for authority whatsoever.
1: Yes, but also look at Gary Marshall is your like head honcho. And he's literally just firing people because he can. Yeah.
0: I mean... But like they talk back to Gus, who's their boss. Okay, well, would you talk back to Gus if he was your boss? Well, not in the way that they do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then her, her underling, Merkin, or Menkin, I don't know are you talking about her secretary yeah her male secretary is his name merkin or menkin honestly
1: i don't even know that i've ever taken the time to learn it
0: if it's, it's merkin if it's, merkin, it's if funnier. it's not working because it because a merkin do you know what merkin that is or something do I, a merkin is, it is? A, is it a sexual thing <laughs> i don't want to know it's a fake bush
1: what the wait like people <laughs> wear it like a wig yeah how do you get it on well i don't
0: do you like glue like, it spirit gum What is wrong with you women? Okay, if she's never kissed anyone, how come she can describe how it feels? She's read a lot of romance
1: novels, obviously. Think about it, you as a kid, prepubescent, like prior to first kiss, you're telling me you didn't like think you knew what it would feel like?
0: I knew how it felt like because I was kissing in kindergarten.
1: Ooh. I think you can still imagine. I mean, they had film in 1999. She <laughs> was able to see something.
0: The set department should have gotten an Academy Award for making Drew Barrymore's apartment look so lame. She has about 150 pillows. It looks her bed. like
1: your grandma's house. It really did.
0: I know. Like I she, know. It's
1: tragic. She, you feel bad for her. Is she knitting all those pillows? Yes. She, um, what do you call it? Stitch, uh. Crochet? No, 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 no. The stitching. Cross stitch. Um, maybe, but that's not what I'm, I don't think that's. The name of well,
0: it. Well, cross stitching is when you, you use a.
1: Yeah, but I don't think. I think it's cross stitching. Uh, needlework.
0: Needle point? Needle point. Needle point sounds she good. Does
1: something grandma ish. Yeah. <laughs> She's trying to prevent carpal tunnel. Speaking of, she looks 30. I know. She does not. I, yeah, I mean, if anything, Molly Shannon should have probably been the one that he says, hey,
0: go undercover. I almost wish they would have flipped it then because she would play something completely outrageous then you'd be like, well, that's her
1: but Molly Shannon I don't think could pass as like the freak
0: loser weird girl. Well, okay. And like this True is Barrymore. This is the leap of faith I give the movie. I always give one leap of faith if they're going to throw one at me. And this is that she's 30. So, the leap of faith is that high schoolers will not recognize that Josie is old. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, mm. that's the leap of faith I'm taking.
1: No, and it's not re- it's not realistic. She definitely looks too old to be there. Like I, I will when she shows up on day that. 1.
0: Yes, but it's also like and her white boa. Has she never seen a teenager?
1: Well, but I think that that's the point. I think that she's honest to God. If I had to walk into a high school undercover tomorrow, I don't know what the fuck I'd wear.
0: You well, first of all, you'd probably have seen high schoolers walking around.
1: Yeah, but I think it's different when you're removed. And think about—we even have social media nowadays to where we can keep up with that. There was nothing like that. Okay, truth in mom. nineteen ninety, like I. Truthfully like when i hear some of the slang that like kids at school use i'm like what? Like you feel kind of out of touch. You do. I think you become removed.
0: Yeah. Well all you got to do to learn slang today is just take the slang from like 20 years ago and remove a, a syllable and that's what it is now.
1: I'm finna do that. I'm finna,
0: finna do that later. Finna, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rob thinks since it is a terrible idea for Josie to go undercover as a student. And at the moment, he's correct and reminds her of her own awful high school career where she was a misfit, treated with contempt and cruelty by her peers and was labeled Josie Grossy, a nickname which continues to haunt her along with her misery at being treated so brutally. Josie has never had a romance due to her insecurities. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the way that she presents herself. She is unnerved, (laughs) but is determined to undergo the assignment. Okay, my leap of faith is now going to Rob for not noticing that she's too old for this, apparently.
1: (laughs) Well, but he does negate it. He's like, yeah, this is not.
0: But he also says right away, like you already get to know Rob in that we know he's older, and he looks at a picture of high school girls and goes, "We got some underage hotties here." And you're yeah, like, he's a
1: perv." Oh, you. A- he's a perv.
0: You get the flashback.
1: Oh my god, it's so tragic. Her reading this poem. Uh,
0: f- first of all, how do they make her look worse?
1: I'm telling y'all, like, <laughs> <The Twilight Zone. laughs> it is, it's bad. I, it's almost painful. And I think it's also, I don't know. Sometimes I really wonder how kids can be so just, cool. well, that like how kids can be so mean, but also how people can be just like, so out of touch with reality. What on God's green earth makes you think that reading some poem that is evident about <laughs> One dude in your class, like it is evident, Yeah, is a good idea.
0: It's as clear as a haiku.
1: I mean, but I don't know. I think back to when I was in high school and I'm sure I did
0: like really weird. Shit, but now I'm like, oh, my God, what the f-? like what? Aren't you glad none of that is documented, though?
1: I'm so glad that social media wasn't a thing when so I was in am high I. school. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I'd be in rehab probably. I'd been canceled a long time ago. I'd have
0: been canceled. Thank you. Next, <laughs> her first day at South Glen South High School is South Glen South is <laughs> is miserable. Josie reverts back to the old geeky persona that ruined her first high school career. Oh my god. <laughs> She's late to class and is forced to wear a sombrero as punishment for her by her eccentric menopausal t-shirt. She is hysterical. And way too much information. <laughs> She also has an unfortunate run in with Gibby, Kirsten, and Kristen, three mean, popular girls, and Guy Perkins, the most attractive, popular student at South Glen South. I'm not going to lie, I feel like these mean girls were understudies and clueless.
1: I think they're great.
0: <laughs> they they I, felt like they were the ones that almost got the role. They're,
1: yeah, uh, on it. Oh, that's a good point. They're like mean girls before Mean Girls was mean girls. Yes. Um, but they gel really well together. And what I love about this mean girl trio is that there is not a front runner. Guy is really the only front runner of the popular group. I feel like there is not one it's front not runner girl. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. I don't necessarily think so because they're all dating the like supporting hot guys. None <laughs> of them are dating guy.
0: No one can. Guy's probably gay.
1: Uh, probably. Yeah. I mean, he's a little he looks like he could have been in theater
0: in high school. Eight he- Yeah.
1: He's cute, though. He is cute. The fact that his name is Guy makes me question, you know, everything about him. But It's probably
0: his parents' fault that he's named I mean, he's a little cutie. He's a little cutie. (laughs) Well, upon discovering that Guy and his friends have hidden her car. That's, that's legit. I mean,
1: oh, and she drives up in this busted ass old car because she's like, I need a vintage classic. The thing literally almost explodes. It's the car of from the- Uncle Buck. I mean, it looks like the DeLorean <laughs> But it was like, her brother's car. Like the DeLorean's redneck second cousin that you don't
0: invite to the weddings. But she also, bar- it was her brother's car he didn't want to get rid of. I'm like, why? Look at it. I know. She was like, you can have my Ella Sabre. <laughs> You can call it whatever you want.
1: And then he decks it out in tiki post apparel, which is just even (laughs) funny. I mean, the whole thing, I didn't, I mean, is stealing cars a a thing kids did in the night? Like, if you have keys. Was that a thing?
0: Is she not a
1: hotwire a car? No. I mean, it is
0: Chicago. No. Well, I don't think everybody in Chicago, despite their reputation, Chicago. knows how to break the laws.
1: I, pretty
0: legit. Well, Josie becomes exasperated but is warmed with a, when a kind-hearted, intelligent girl named Aldis from She's All That befriends her. Aldis dislikes She's Guy She's not from She's All That. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Aldis dislikes Guy Perkins and his gang, referring to them as lemmings, and they in turn view her as an uncool geek. Ooh, sickburn. Aldous suggests that Josie should join the Denominators, a group of intelligent jo- students. Oh my God, are we in Mean Girls? No. The, is this Mean no, Girls? Because no, no, no. she joins the math club. No, the best part is,
1: and I don't want to sound like the godfather, but we can offer you <laughs> a certain amount of protection. What the f? You're the math leads. What the f kind of protection are you going to provide? <laughs> I'm sorry, what are you gonna like beat everyone down with your calculators, like your T89s, whatever?
0: (laughs) TI89s? Whatever. Yeah, look at me now.
1: Check this instrument. (laughs) I mean, but it is funny. And now more and more, I'm like, holy mean girl. Tina Fey, what the f? Well, this wasn't your idea.
0: No, it wasn't her idea. It was from a book.
1: Well, author, this wasn't your (laughs) idea either. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Give Never Been Kissed, the credit it deserves. Michael, okay, Michael- The denominators.
0: Michael Vartan's character is so far the only one who appears to not be a caricature of their career. Can I just- He seems like a real high school teacher in his first scene here.
1: And, oh my God, I would be in- If he was my high school teacher, I'd be f***ing in love with him. Not only is he hot- he, like, he quotes Shakespeare. And he's the he,
0: Shakespeare teacher.
1: Yes, and he's, They like, don't look like he's that He's, like, normally. this hopeless romantic, and... Oh, my God. Ugh.
0: Just, do you want get, to get a moment? Yeah, I think I need a moment. Josie becomes enamored by, with her young English teacher, Sam Coulson, who is a fan of... Okay, here's a question. Do you think Sam is older or younger than actual Josie? Older.
1: But I... He doesn't look older, but I think he's meant to be older.
0: See, I think that they're, like, the same age, possibly.
1: I don't know. See, I think he looks older than 25. Well, but I she think looks Drew, about 65. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think Drew Barrymore, I don't, do you know how old she was when she made it? 1999? It, how she
0: was in 99? Yeah. I have no idea. I'm going to guess 30 something.
1: Yeah. I mean, she looks older than 25 anyway, yeah. but I think he was, I don't know. He looks about 30. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Still hot. Still, still, still hot. Still gorgeous. Still gorgeous. Uh, yes. Josie becomes the top student in his class. Of course. After resetting a romantic. She's already done this. Excerpt from Shakespeare to Sam. Josie has horrible flashbacks to where she read a romantic poem out loud in class to her high school crush. Oh, man. A popular boy named Billy Prince.
1: It's just.
0: <laughs> it's
1: Much it's to his so amusement.
0: hard to watch. It, all of her flashbacks are hard to watch. It's really hard to watch. Like, at some point, you just transfer schools. I. <laughs> right.
1: That's, and here's my thing, like, her parents, I don't know. Like, I just feel like parents, if you're going to procreate, you need to, like, <laughs> shield, like, you need to be able to have some hard conversations with your kids and say, listen, this is not the way you need to look. No. Or this is not the way you need to, I, I don't know.
0: I Well, ugh. later on in the library, her friend Sheila delivers the news that Billy Prince wants to take Josie to the senior prom, yeah, making what the her dream f- come like, true. Like, really, really. And when you just said earlier, you know, Tina Fey, you know, taking her ideas from this. This took it from Carrie. There you go. Because in the movie Carrie, Carrie gets asked out by the popular guy to go to the prom and the friends are all going to do stuff to her. Isn't that a horror movie? Yeah. Okay, moving on. Okay. Oh, good. The classic trope of when a movie takes place in high school. The lesson you sit in on is a direct metaphor to the movie. This time, it's disguises. Get it? I just want to note for all the people that are not here,
1: he literally wrote in the notes, SMH. Yes, I did. You're still hip.
0: You're still hip and cool. You know know what? I appreciate that. Shake
1: my head. Shake.
0: Bazinga. (laughs) Good one. I'm not going to lie. In her first flashback, though, I almost feel like she was cooler in high school the first time. At least she had friends then.
1: Yeah. And I don't think that she tried. I don't think she tried hard the first time. I think she was just unapologetically bad. Yes. I don't necessarily like... This second time around, it's almost harder to watch because she is trying so hard to be popular because that is the whole premise of her being there.
0: She's also rocking them braces by her and senior it's year. it's
1: so bad. I know. Yeah. It's, um, it's like watching a 30-year-old with braces. That's hard to it's, watch It sometimes. is hard. Oh. Ooh. Yeah.
0: That being said, if you're any of my friends that have those, hey. We love you. Rock on with your dentist. One night, whilst out driving with Aldis. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you actually write that? No, IMDB did. Josie encounters Guy Perkins and his gang at a local hangout called The Court. The Court.
1: It's literally a... Basketball court? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it looks like the... I don't even know what they call it in L.A., but where Grease does the the drag race scene. And I don't know what it's famously called. Yeah. It looks like
0: that. Yeah. Sans the dip but apparently this is where promiscuity and underage drinking takes place
1: yeah because that makes sense let's drink in public
0: yeah well hey underage it's it's a teen movie from the 90s because we hotties and we can guy is nasty to josie and aldis who claims that nothing exciting happens in guy's court but josie knows from experience that aldis secretly longs to be popular
1: yeah and this whole part is really weird because she gets like uber defensive and then they start laughing immediately that i'm just like i don't don't really understand what's it's like you're mad and then you're almost crying and then you're laughing. It's like that awkward first date where you don't know what to do. I it's Yeah. Sh-
0: Lily Silbieski also gives the worst laugh I've seen on Camera in a long time.
1: Yeah, she's not funny. No, she's funny when she's not trying to be funny.
0: Like you're, it almost feels like when they see they did this, like everybody in the car got along except for Lily Sobieski, who was like, "I'm above this." And so they're like, "Okay, here we go, girls. You're all having a good time. Laugh." Everybody else gives a genuine laugh, and she's like, "Ha ha 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 ha," and you're like, "Oh." She's that girl. She is that girl. Yeah. She is that girl. She's way too cool for school. Rufus, is this movie's fetch?
1: I'm, uh, you know what? I'm sorry,
0: guy. Rufus, is never going to happen. Stop trying to make Rufus happen. Stop trying to make Rufus happen. (laughs) It's never going to happen. It never happened, by the way. 99, it never caught on.
1: (laughs) No, it didn't. That's
0: sad. Fetch lived longer than Rufus. Fetch. <laughs> Ga- Gus, I'm sorry to say guy, Gus loses patience with Josie after a rival paper exposes the truth on the court and orders to Josie to become friends with the popular kids. He arranges for her to wear a hidden camera that will report back information to Gus, and soon the whole office becomes obsessed with Josie's story. It's the real world before the real world was the... Well, I guess the, no, real, the world real world was going the on then. <laughs>
1: no, th- and... That is really when the movie hits, like, a hysterical turn. It's just, it takes, oh my gosh, it just takes humiliation to, like, a whole nother level. Well, yeah, and Anita, after- <laughs> And your- of course her camera, sorry, sidebar, of course sidebar. the guy watching and, like, running the camera operation is, like, the coolest guy ever.
0: Except he's parked in front of a high school in he's a windowless in van. parked in front <laughs> of a high school,
1: and it looks like the shagging cabin on the inside. <laughs> Smoking doobies, he's having dates in there. Okay,
0: seriously, Gus's plan is for her to hang out with underage kids and drink with them? I'm pretty sure she's committing some bad choices here, legally speaking. See, but I'm also wondering if, because she's a reporter,
1: she, like, gets some sort of pardon, like <laughs> no. freedom of the press. <laughs> nope. <laughs> freedom from jail. Right? not. But freedom also from a felony.
0: Everybody in the office is okay with it, too.
1: Well, and I love that nobody in the office ever actually works. They're literally drinking beer, <laughs> Eating popcorn, watching this movie. It's just hysterical.
0: (laughs) Josie goes home. She confides in Rob about fears. She tearfully tells him that South Glen South is simply a repetition of her old high school days, and all she wants is to be accepted and not abused. Rob, who was the most popular guy in school in his youth, insists that if Josie can get one cool person to like her, then no one will dare question her. He urges her to let go of her old self and start anew. You know what? Rob's a good brother. It's a sweet moment between the two of them.
1: Although, (laughs) what's sad is he never is like, hey, I'm a hole for even like (laughs) for even starting Josie Grossi, like my bad my bad completely pushed under the rug my bad (laughs) it's fine (laughs)
0: fine. by the way I ruined all four years of your life
1: by the way (laughs)
0: determined Josie goes to school the next day and overhears Guy telling his group about a cool band. Oh God, this is so bad. That that are playing in a bar that night. Josie follows and meets Sam and his uptight girlfriend Lara. However, she sucks. She is tricked into eating a hash brownie and makes a fool of herself on stage by dancing wildly in front of Guy, the girls, and Sam. And of
1: course Sam is like laughing hysterically. He thinks it is like so fun and she is so cute for doing this. First off, this is cultural appropriation at its finest. They're at a reggae Bar yeah. and it's it's like <laughs> Jamaican music. She's getting stoned with a bunch of like Rastafarians. It's just it, 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 yeah. And of course, Kirsten, Kristen, and Gibby are like all decked out in Rastafarian wear. Their hair.
0: But there's this is a, this is a time capsule of 1999 because back in the 90s, it was about inclusion. Well, you would know. Yes, I would. <laughs> it was, the rhetoric was at the time. Let's all just get along. Let's include everybody in everything. Now, today, it's the exact opposite. Oh, you're this? Only you can do this then. Right. And it's completely changed. And this back then would make sense. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad you got it right. Yeah. Uh, How come the school has no idea about this little scam?
1: About her... About her going undercover. undercover? Well, the same reason her brother is able to enroll and they, like, don't say anything.
0: Like... I, I'm. I don't have children. I've never enrolled a child in school, but I'm pretty sure you have to s- show some proof of identification. Honestly,
1: I, I bet it's not that hard. I and I hate to say that, but I bet it's not that hard. And think about it. This is in 1999. Yeah,
0: it wasn't the dark age. I like, know. You keep saying 99. but They <laughs> still had dial up. That, right. That's your that's yeah. your gauge of old. I mean, <laughs> we yeah. Can you please please read? <sighs> Just give us this once we i've been hearing this all year i wanted to hear it once on the air
1: hold on i gotta take my mic out to get get the full effect get going girl okay so (laughs) after the band she's really high. so i need to preface i need to like give you some context yes so after the night out she is super high she's on the phone talking to her brother at home after the fact and she's like i was so cool and she's like oh my god someone ate my pie Meanwhile, she just, like, <laughs> ate this whole pie by herself. She falls asleep. She wakes up at her kitchen table. She's late for school. So, I guess back in 1999 when you were – so, hold on. Let me back up even further. Sorry, sidebar. I was going to say, this, that, it's gonna that, that line make sense. is in the scene him. It's going to make sense. So, when she goes into the club, she doesn't realize that it's actually cool to be over the age of 18. <laughs> And she, you know, he's like, hey, can I have your ID? Like, are you over 21? And she's like, no, like, I'm a high school student. And so he puts this stamp on her hand that says, what, idiot?
0: No, it says Dell Del loser. Dell loser. Yeah. Dell f- <laughs> um,
1: So this is on her hand. She falls asleep at the kitchen table. Makes some deductions. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's running into school late. Kirsten, Kristen, and Gibby are arm in arm, like the freaking bopsy triplets, going up the stairs and she is running up after them and she says kirsten Kristen, gibby what's up girlfriends and then she just psh, face plants all over the stairs and then it's so glorious. she's walking down the hallway and yep. she's like twisting and twirling and she's like hi guy guys and she's just like greeting everyone like she's like, she is Octavia Spencer post-Oscar. Like, she just wrecked the bar like the night she before. she just and got awesome. that um. done. <laughs> and then everyone is, like, loser and laughing and screaming. And then it is literally, like, she is replaying high school one in high school two. So, she starts, like, awkwardly running like a peg-legged pigeon to the bathroom. <laughs> she's fine, whatever. She starts to look up. And then she sees on her forehead loser Which, in ink. And it's just so sad. She vomits. And that's just really like the turning point where it's just, <laughs>
0: cannot get any worse for this <laughs> poor human being. But at no point on the way to school did she check the mirror to see how she looked. Oh, she was running late. She was wearing the same clothes from last night. Right. But I think you all every done it. female knows on the way to someplace, if you're late, you are in the mirror while you're driving.
1: Well... Yes, yes, yes. But clearly she, for the 25 years that she was alive, didn't give a f- what she looked no, like. Very, okay, good point, so, good point. <laughs> yep. Yeah. when you think that things can't get any worse, well, what happens, Joe?
0: The Mean Girls give a choreographed dance at the bar. Oh, which, my
1: God. Yeah, that one's great. And they're <laughs> dancing, like, in front of guys. Anita and Roger. Anita and Gus.
0: Let's be honest. We really care about the story. Anita and Gus are cute. But do we really care? No, we don't. Move on. Okay. I've never... Smoked weed in my life I'm pretty sure It's not a stimulant though No you don't get More hyped That's the part That was
1: really funny Yeah I think maybe I don't know Maybe it more so Worked for her In the fact of like She let her inhibitions go That's kind of The only rationale I could Like I would have Almost rather her
0: Fall asleep on the couch With the Rastafarians With her hand on her head And that's how it happens Oh my gosh And everybody just Roadmaps her the night of I mean the dance On stage is It's fantastic It is It is Um My last point there was though, where the hell is it that high school students go to clubs where teachers are?
1: I yeah, and Chicago's a pretty
0: big place. That was weird in '99.
1: Yeah, (laughs) mm, he's trying to be hip and cool, and then he's got his girlfriend with him who like looks like she just stepped off a corporate plane. Well, they look in a pantsuit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But he's walking She's around like with a beard. I know you love this stuff. What? Hanging out with 18-year-old at Rastafarian
0: night. <laughs> oh no. If I Here's the thing. I think you're the same as me, which is if you go someplace and you spot a kid, you're like I hide. I'm out. I'm out. I duck and hide. I to all you children that may or
1: may not be listening. <laughs> they're listening. Don't come anywhere near me. <laughs> I want
0: nothing to do with
1: with you after (laughs) 4 o'clock, Monday through Friday, and no o'clock, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, If
0: you want to know what I'm like, just watch the beginning of Hangover when Bradley Cooper's leaving the school, and kids are like, hey, mister, and he's like, I don't know you right now. It's after 4. I'm on vacation. Literally. Okay, as she runs to the school hall, she encounters Rob, who is enrolled as a new student.
1: Hold on. Can I just say how (laughs) she encounters Rob? So she's running. And as she's running, a door to the office opens, and she slams straight into the f***ing
0: door and passes out. Does the cross-eyed look and the slow fall back? I mean,
1: yeah, it's it's like an old
0: cartoon. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's funny though. Uh, and he, he starts
1: a, smacking her around, and he to starts try scheming to it.
0: help her be popular. Uh, he becomes an instant hint with Guy Perkins and the other trendy kids. Of course when he's, he does, because they're twins. When he when he downs an entire thing of coleslaw.
1: That is disturbing. That and was I, gross. Is that the kind of weird? that like, made you cool in 1999?
0: I don't know. I was just nice to everybody and that worked for me. Boys are boys. They're just... Yeah. I don't know. You don't get any less gross. But then he spreads incredible stories about Josie convincing the others that she is not a loser. But one of them is like, hey, yeah, we dated. And I was like, it's your sister, man. At least say something else. It's got to be weird for you to spread that well, rumor. And he's also...
1: The way he's like,
0: yeah, we're still friends. Like, Like, really good friends. Yeah. I'm
1: like, does that mean you're like... F- Buddies, I don't really understand. I,
0: could be. Uh, but but then when the, re- when the reveal happens at the end though, everyone should be like, Wait a minute, did you f your sister?
1: <laughs> no, because they're I'm too busy laughing at the part where he's like, It's like Carrie, I thought she was gonna kill us all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, there's Carrie! There it is, the reference. Telling you. Okay, much to the anger of Aldous, Josie becomes popular and hangs out with the cool crowd. <laughs> She starts to look better. Yeah, I, but he's he's also 23 years old, for God's sakes.
1: It's not. He looks okay. older
0: than she does.
1: Oh, I don't think so. You think Rob looks older than Drew Barrymore? Yeah. No, I think Rob looks
0: 18. You know, going back to what we were talking about, this is the point in the movie where I think it ethically and morally just goes off the rails.
1: It does. It gets <laughs> a little weird. And I, I, I understand that. That's not why I love the
0: movie. But then he says, I shouldn't say this because I'm your teacher. And it's like, well, then you just did, you dumb f- You just basically did.
1: Okay, but in hindsight, okay, so to give everyone context who hasn't seen the movie, they're at this fundraiser fair for the prom. They're raising money for the prom. Josie's sitting on the Ferris wheel. She has nobody sitting with her, of course, because it's Josie Grossi. And this is, I think, really before her metamorphosis of being cool. She's, like, starting to get in there a little bit. So he comes and jumps on the Ferris wheel and sits with her and... You know, kids are being moronic, and they're just talking, and he's like, you know, I'd like to say it gets better. It doesn't. Whatever. And he was like, you know, when you're my age, guys will be lined up around the block to date you. To be fair, I don't think he was being pervy. I think he was really trying to, like, give her some hope in the fact that, like, yeah, people might not get you now, but they'll get you later.
0: I will say this. Did you ever see the movie... It was with Haley Steinfeld, and she had, she was like seventeen years old. Oh no, but 17. I know
1: I know what you're talking. I know what you're okay. referring to.
0: The relationship between her and Woody Harrelson in that. Ooh. No, 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 no. It is a real teacher student relationship where he is very much like a supporter, but he's not into her like that at all. And it's like, well, that I can believe because he shows up in random places. Like he's always at the school when she sees her. He's not like at the fair. Okay, but this is a school fundraiser. Okay. This is a school fundraiser. School fundraiser. But that being said. The Rastafarian bar it's the, I cannot support. It's the fairest I mean. It's the Ferris wheel. That's a romantic ride.
1: It is. But think about it. If you had a student that you knew just sucked in the sense of like just was picked on yeah. and they were on a ride all by themselves at Holiday World, you wouldn't go and sit with them? No.
0: Really? No. I, if anything, I'd wait till the ride was over and pull them to the side and be like, hey, let's talk. You know, let's let, let What's going on? What's going on Aww. with Oh,
1: See, but now, I feel like sit. I
0: would go and sit. Well, being that, okay, let's just say that I was Michael Vartan, which thank God I'm not. Uh, his character, not him. If I was him, great, that'd be fantastic. Great. Yes. The thing is, throughout this movie, he has shown up in very inappropriate spots. I,
1: I don't disagree. I, I do think that his line between teacher and student is blurred. Yes. But I don't think it's all that uncommon with young teachers and trying to relate to their students in a real way. He's walking around like he's teaching senior level Shakespeare. Yes. Do I think that like I need to just be showing up at like the Brentwood Skate Center on Friday night like what up kids?
0: <laughs> oh, no, you'd be like what up girlfriends? What up girlfriends? <laughs> what up? No. Oh, the pratfall you would do on skates too. No, but I
1: will say if I taught high school there might be a stronger likelihood that my kids are showing up to the same place as I am because they want to be adults. That's okay. Not the reverse, not me trying, and, and you got to look at it from no, that lens. No, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. From that lens. I yeah. wonder, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder <laughs> oh. <laughs> if they are trying to be adults and therefore are seeking out adult play. I mean, you, we all did it in high school. You know, you want to go to the, you want to do the cool things that like you're not old enough to do yet. I wanted to avoid adults. Well, I mean, yeah.
0: Because the adults could always tell on my me with my parents.
1: Okay, and that's fair, but I think that he's not going to be the adult to tell on your parents. You get where I'm coming I, from. I, I, I don't want to make from. him a total creep because I don't think that he's, like, totally creepy.
0: What I if, do think he's coming he from a good like, place. What if he looked like Newman from Seinfeld? <laughs> All of a sudden, it changes, doesn't it? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, okay, <laughs> moving on. Sam- Newman. <laughs> That's creepy now. Okay, Sam and Josie grow Fair. closer, but Sam struggles with his feelings as he thinks that she is a student and therefore off limits. She is. She is a student. <laughs> Josie begins dating Guy, and she recommends that the theme for the senior prom should be meant for each other. By the way, Josie, you're now doing the same shit. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, literally. It's a double standard. Mm-hmm. It's it's easier to blame the boys, I think, in these inappropriate situations than the girls. Guys, be on point, okay? Yep, be on point. She recommends that the theme for the senior prom should be meant for each other when they find out that East Glen, Easter South has the same theme? No! And they start throwing condoms around because they're in a sex ed class. Which, by the way, was that there just to give Molly Shannon something to do? Probably. Because they should have done more with her then. Because she's a throwaway in that scene.
1: Oh, no. I don't disagree. But I do think that that was very much... I mean, did you have a sex ed class in high school? No, we knew how to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> we knew what the mother f- we were doing. Sorry, no, Mom we, and didn't, Dad. we didn't have a, we didn't have a condom and a banana, but it is in, I feel like every single high school movie in the nineties, this like yeah. idea of let's put the condom on the banana. Like, did that happen? No, it didn't happen in my set. We didn't have a sex-, sex ed class. It was called like
0: family life sex or whatever. Sex ed usually happened in fifth or sixth grade when you did puberty.
1: Okay. So it hasn't changed.
0: No, well, this you're not just, doing your senior year of high school. This is just Hollywood sex ed. Yeah, this is like, we need a way to have, you know, some sexual talk in it that seems okay in a classroom setting. Who
1: the, f- like, do you really think I want to be next to some 18-year-old boy putting a condom on a banana? First of all, how hard is it to work a condom? These, it's like, it, you 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 roll. It's a roll. That's all I, you do. You here's roll. the deal. I'm the girl. I'm not putting it on.
0: This idea is met with approval and Guy and Josie attend the prom as Rosalind and Orlando from Shakespeare's As You Like It. I get to wear a sl-
1: they show up and all the well we'll get there they're all malibu barbies we'll get there
0: anita gus and josie's various other co-workers watch through the camera and are overjoyed she has voted prom queen i hate to break this to everybody but even in the 90s high schools did not give a shit what rival high schools were doing for prom uh, you never know you, you, they didn't it wasn't like they're doing the same thing
1: well then we're screwed yeah but think about if you were in if you're in a town where it is a big like you have a legit rivalry
0: we did okay well you know what did you wait did you care what the other high school was doing when it came to prom
1: our proms were always the best and i'm not i'm not bullshitting but like the the woman that did our proms Mm -hmm. she had them at the oceanfront at the convention center like our proms were f***ing legit especially for a public school yeah they were nice so i never had to worry about what other schools were doing because
0: everyone wanted to come to Kellum's prom I do enjoy the soundtrack to this movie. It's great. And this song that they do for this part, Holes, Heaven Tonight, is one of my favorite Hole songs. Yeah. Uh, it's so cute. It's, it's fun. It's an It's a song that you're like, Courtney you Love sang this? <laughs> Shut
1: up, really? She's the singer of Hole. I did not know that. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like a girl is singing.
0: It, well, her. it's
1: Courtney Love, so. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> so all these guys and gals at the newspaper are watching the exploits of Josie fraternizing and drinking with underage kids and getting hit on by the teacher, and none of them realize the story should be a predatory teacher? This is the worst newspaper in the world. I think it's... N- but again... And that her bro- to- brother Rob is totally crunching on a high school Crunching. Girl, which, Do I another s- word, was not a thing in 99. <laughs> Do I want to be crunched by Guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but to
1: go back, I think that, again... It's not about the ro- the romance. It is about Josie finding who she is and stepping into her own and being accepted and feeling
0: comfortable. That is the purpose of the movie. I, uh, yeah, and I agree with you. That is the purpose. But unfortunately, this is a massive plot hole.
1: I don't disagree. So
0: that, that's all I'm pointing
1: I don't at. disagree.
0: Uh, but this part pissed me off. What? For buying, a t- for just buying a ticket to the dance, the cool kids are going to destroy Aldis now. Seriously? This is the flimsiest of grudges ever. Uh, I, yeah, I don't disagree. (laughs) She just
1: embarrassed. She was like, oh my God, like you can't count change. Yeah, yeah, that was it. I think it was more so the fact that they were trying to exert control and couldn't control her. So let's figure out a way to make sure that we can control her.
0: But by their rules, no one could go then outside of their own little circle. I know I'd be a prom of eight. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. 23, 23 year old Rob is going to prom in his underwear. Okay. All right. Yeah, all right. the
1: fact that he was even allowed in the building. Well, no, and then you see Adam and Eve walking around that have like leaves yes. attached to their body parts. I know it was 1999 was a weird fucking year. In movies, perhaps it wasn't like that in reality. Well, think about the she's all that prom. That's a million dollar prom.
0: Yes. yeah. I well, mean,
1: that's the and thing. then they all start dancing to Funk Soul Brother, that, like in this like choreographed routine out, with John. Usher, like DJing it.
0: Yeah, I and mean, he goes, hey, remember that
1: dance that we all choreographed? Here Let's we go. go. Like it's not like it's freaking Cupid Shuffle that everyone can do. Like this is like, <laughs> this is like some grease ragged like.
0: They're all like in. It's amazing. High school prom dresses and suits that. Probably cost more than what everybody else's did at the time. And it's at the Matt Gala. This but isn't even like a regular high school prom.
1: Literally. And drive me crazy, though, with um,
0: Alma said Sabrina Spellman. With Melissa Joan Hart, it's the same thing. As Guy dances with Aldis as an alleged act of friendship, Josie dances with Sam and watches, horrified, as Gibby, Kirsten, and Kristen nearly pour dog food all over Alpo as revenge for her insulting them. Josie knocks the can away from Aldis and spills dog food over the three girls who turn on her and denounce her as a loser. Infuriated, Josie throws her crown away and reveals her true age and occupation and that she is disgusted by them. She angrily states how shallow the popular girls are and praises Aldis for her kindness. Josie warns the students that who who you were in high school means nothing outside in the real world and urges them to be themselves. She flees and leaves the students appalled. Sam is hurt by her lies and states he wants nothing to do with her.
1: First off, and you already wrote this down, but I'm thinking it too, Mm -hmm. Why the mother f- is Sam, like, why are you dancing? Like, slow <laughs> dancing. It's not like you're all out there doing the cha-cha slide. Like, you are slow, slow dancing. Y- yeah, yeah.
0: Bumping and, and grinding. And you know what? There wasn't a balloon between those two. No. There was no room for Jesus. Uh, or your Ro- grandma. When they announced Rob's name. They said, Mr. Rob. Mr. Rob. Does anyone at the school know where Josie Rob came from? No. <laughs> they don't even no. have a last name for this guy.
1: No. It's so funny to me. Like, it's so asinine, but it's it's just... <laughs> and he's like, yeah, Mr. Paul! And he's, like, jumping up and down, and he's in his underwear. And he also kisses a teacher. Yes! I know.
0: The whole thing is so f- Well, the look that Sam gives her from the podium is, like, a Lifetime movie creep look. Oh, and then he gets so
1: mad when they're dancing. So, Josie and Guy are named Prom King and Queen, and they have their first dance, and Sam is just, like begrudgingly yes staring
0: it's highly inappropriate it's hallmark slash lifetime level but, i slept with my teacher once and now they're gonna stalk me
1: hold on i do have a butt. oh people love this shit. people love the inappropriate shit. if they didn't it people would not make movies like this you love they haven't made love- one
0: since like this <laughs> this movie only made Fifty-five million dollars no, at in, the box office. But think about
1: it. Think about all the movies that are about that are affairs and secret romance. Like people love the dirty. Shit, people love the naughty. Yes. It's entertaining. They love the scandal. They love the scandal.
0: I <laughs> I, I really thought Aldous was smarter and above all this. Actually,
1: she just seemed. Like, I know. And then of course she goes and dances with Guy, which I just thought that whole thing was fucking weird.
0: He's been the biggest asshole to her from the entire movie, and now she's like, okay. I know, and she's in a unitard. Oh my God! Can we talk about the double helix? Whatever that was that she was wearing. I didn't understand the
1: meant for each other thing. Like, do you mean in the sense of like, if you don't have DNA, like you die?
0: No, the double helix is the DNA strands. They're both meant for each other. Otherwise, it's not a double helix.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of (laughs) cool.
0: That's why I was right, and I was like, "That's it, I'm out." Caitlin, you take it from here. I can't even anymore.
1: (laughs) You want me? You want me to review the rest?
0: Yeah, you do. You do the rest of this.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, I'm trying to think if we. Well, we also forgot to mention that Josie outs her brother during all of this. <laughs> yes. He's like, and you didn't like me until my brother, Rob, forced you to like me. And then there, it cuts over to the three girls. And she's like, "Robbie." And then Jessica Alba's character goes,
0: ew. Yeah, yes, yes. Someone with some sense. There it is. Yeah, but even so, right before then, his 16 year old girlfriend talks about wanting to have sex with him. He's clearly hammered and throws her right leg over Over her head. She's a
1: gymnast, to give you some
0: context. She's a (laughs) gymnast. Look what I can do. And it's like, that's not even attractive anywhere. Yeah, no. (laughs)
1: Um, But then they all start like slow clapping. Actually, Rob initiates the slow clap, which is also just very funny to me. And then he's like, oh, I thought she was like, Carrie's just going to kill us all. And then he's like, and then he just dips. He fades away into the crowd. And then, of course, the (laughs) DJ who, honestly, like, honest to God, might be the best part of this whole movie. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) what does he even call them? He refers to them as, like, not the Sanderson sisters. I don't don't even remember. I don't know. But he's like, can somebody go (laughs) hose the (laughs) so-and-so's off outside? (laughs) And then they all start partying, and it's like, no big deal. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. So, <laughs> Gus is pissed because she's outed. Another, their story was
0: scooped. Aww. Their story was scooped. How does it get scooped after that long? I'm doing telling the you. Was you're anyone lucky. writing anything? No. No.
1: Because <laughs> the only story. So here's here's the thing. Gus's whole thing from the whole movie was like, Sam is your story. Underage. He actually does. He does suggest that. He's like. Sleeping with your students, underage. Gus does, yeah. Yeah, he's like, that's your story, and she's like, "There's nothing going on between Coulson and I." Like, no, I'm not gonna write a story about him. We whatever. We called him Coulson. Coulson, Mr. Coulson, <laughs> Mr. Coulson. He is cool.
0: He's cool. Okay,
1: so Josie vows to give Gus a story and write her story of her own high school career, y'all. This is, I love this part. I the really re- do. The redemption, the montage. redemption of it all, because she. You know, puts these pictures of every pivotal moment in her life in it. And it's, I mean, it is very relatable, I think, to everyone yeah. on some level. Okay. Um, she admits she has never been kissed and also mentions the students of South Glen South, kindly remarking on Guy's confidence, Gibby, Kirsten, and Kristen's beauty, and Aldis's intelligence and her love for Sam. Entire city is moved by her story and the pain she suffered in her teens. <laughs> I know, nobody bothers to like, <laughs> nobody bothers to think, huh, there might be some inappropriate things Forgive happening. <laughs> I will say, I will say though, when she is writing the story, she never actually says Sam's name. Although she does say uh, she teacher. hurt a teacher, and for that she was really sorry. <laughs> I there's nothing romantic about but that. But everybody she knows who teacher. the teacher is.
0: He's the only one leaving the school. <laughs> I yeah okay yeah
1: there's a plot hole there.
0: Okay, so um, that, and she walks through the locker room to go talk to the coach like guys are getting changed I and mean, she's just like oh, now I'm going to walk in there and well, save my she brother's does. career.
1: In her defense she says cover up what you don't want seen.
0: Halfway through the locker room.
1: Okay well regardless <laughs> entire city is moved by her story the pain she suffered in her teens. she says she will stand in the middle of the baseball field during the state championship and wait for Sam to come kiss her if he really loves her. <sighs> okay. Josie waits but Sam is not heard as he is moving to New York. Ah. Which I'm assuming he breaks... Oh, no, yeah, him and his girlfriend did break up during all of this. Um, she waits with encouragement from Anita, Aldis, Gus, Guy, and the girls. Yeah, so now everybody is at her freaking.: They're all Team Josie. Beck and Call. They are all Team motherfucking Josie. And it's hysterical. I mean, it just goes to show how shallow high school is in every sense
0: of the word. It just goes to show you how insecure... The audience was that saw this in 99 thinking, this could happen to me. I mean. You better hope not. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about a class D felony.
1: <laughs> okay. So, just, so as her five minutes are running out, everyone, her five minutes actually do run out. Everyone's sad. Jessica Alba's character says, that is so wrong. That is so not Rufus. So wrong. That is so not Rufus. And all of a sudden, people start cheering. The crowd starts going wild. And here comes Mr. Coulson. Coulson. Coulson.
0: Whatever. (laughs) Coulson.
1: She, he, excuse me. Yes. Runs to the center of the field. And he And everyone
0: applauds the possible predator. (laughs) Hey, here he comes. The guy who almost took advantage of a student at her school. He's going to kiss her. (laughs) That's what that. I'm sitting there going, you got to be kidding me.
1: (laughs) I'm fucking done. I can't. <laughs> he sits there and he says to her, "Sorry, it took so long. It took me forever to get here." And then she says,
0: "I know what you mean." Cue the Beach Boys. Which, by the way, thanks for I that. I love. No, I love this song. I do too. I, I'm a I, Beach Boys are my favorite band Did of all time. Did it ruin it for you? It ruined it because now whenever I hear this song, you I associate of- it with sexual predators. <laughs> Actually, you know what's really funny? Do you know what
1: I associate that song with? No. Deja Vu, when everybody's getting f- bombed on the naval ship going into <laughs> New Orleans. Because it's playing. Yes. It comes on the radio as yep. the f- car bomb goes off, and now you've got these kids that are flying overboard. You see this doll
0: floating in the river with half its face blown off. It's terrible. Don't worry, baby. Don't worry, baby. Which was Brian, Ver- Brian Wilson's version of Be My Baby. He wanted to do a version of that. Well, so, yeah. mm-hmm. All right, Okay. end of the movie. Yeah, there it is. According to the top critics at Rotten Tomatoes, it has a tomato meter reading of 48%. So sad. 14 fresh reviews, 15 rotten. It's split in half. Uh, The critics on average gave this film a 5.4 out of 10. Split in half.
1: I feel like it wasn't, people obviously don't know about it. And I don't really know why, but people don't know about it. Because
0: there were so many teen comedies that came out at the same time. Okay, that's fair. This was on the bottom rung of them.
1: Okay, that's fair. Yeah.
0: The critic's consensus reads: unoriginal and unremarkable high school satire adds little to the genre. Aww. The audience score, which was more forgiving, they give it a
2: 69%. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there she is. Okay, so the movie's over. Were you entertained? I'm going to start off you saying: start. there were funny moments. There were. But the funny moments for me were the ones that I could hear you saying. <laughs> <laughs> so realistically it didn't hit me the same way it hit you. So Caitlin, how about you? Were I you love this
1: movie. I mean, I, <laughs> I do. I love this movie. Anytime it is on, I stop and I watch it. Yeah. Um, It makes me laugh. I think it's also, it makes me very empathetic. It makes me reflect. I, again, I think there's something in it for everyone. I don't necessarily think it is strictly a rom-com. I really feel like it is a coming of age, finding your voice, being comfortable with who you are type of movie and everyone can relate to that and here's the deal i mean everybody remembers those awkward moments in high school i don't care if you were the most popular person in school you had a moment Mm -hmm. and all kinds of moments are in this movie so i think there is something for everyone and I love the fact that you have these amazing A-list actors that are dominating the f- out of Hollywood right now. And you see them... As bit parts here. You see them, like, at the very f- beginning. What's so funny is James Franco is, like, hardly in the movie. He's, like, a... He turns around during the prom thing, and you're like,
0: oh, that's James Franco. He's hardly in it. It's,
1: it's almost one of those things where you're like, wait, can I get enough of a glimpse to where I can actually confirm it's James Franco? <laughs> yes. And now James Franco is making more money than... A lot of them in that probably more than Drew Barrymore is. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, this was his first movie, right? Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know. I like that part. I like the part that you're kind of seeing a bunch of... Like
0: they could be some days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's do... Uh, did the awards get it right? Cue the music. Okay, at the Academy Awards, uh, no nominations, well, no Well, that's wins. fine, I, I, of course. Okay, yeah. And the Golden Globes, listen, wasn't going to do anything there either. But the MTV movie, this is their bread and butter. Yeah. This is made for an MTV movie it is. award. And best female performance, it was Sarah Michelle Gellar winning for Cruel Intentions. I love Cruel Intentions, so I'm totally down with that. <laughs> what do you think Drew Barrymore should have won over Sarah?
1: I think it depends on what viewers identify as a best female performance. I think as an, And it so, it's totally different. I think that Drew Barrymore probably...
0: Drew, here's the thing. Sarah Michelle Gellar, you just said it earlier... Her role was scandalous.
1: It, and it's very different. I think that they both outperform each other in different ways, but again, it's totally different. Okay. You're talking about a very tumultuous, sexual, scandalous, dark movie, and then you're talking about the polar opposite.
0: So we're not think MTV Movie Awards, I think... I think more uh, never been kissed than Cruel Intentions. Oh, I would have thought, you know what? These are teens that want to appear like they're, they're older, so they're going to go with Sarah.
1: Well, and I will also say that... When Cruel Intentions came out, Reese Witherspoon was climbing to the top. Her and Ryan Phillippe were dating, and we're also in the movie. Like that movie we're in the had a lot of Buffy
0: the Vampire Slayer. Also, they
1: had a lot of buzz around that movie yeah. that had nothing to do with the actual film because the film itself is not that great. No,
0: it's Dangerous Liaisons.
1: It's great because of all of the other things that are happening behind the scenes. Right. So
0: okay, but the other one who was nominated for was Best Kiss. Uh, between Drew Barrymore and Michael Vartan, and never been kissed. No, I didn't think but that. But Sarah Michelle Gellar and Selma Blair won for Cruel Intentions. Well, duh!
1: I mean, come on, it's a lesbianic like. In '99, sea spit. it's
0: forbidden in '99. I mean,
1: like <laughs> it's
0: it's scandalous. But look, it's I, not yeah. the only one because you also have Hillary Swank and Chloe Savini for Boys Don't Cry. 1999 was weird. It, it was a turning point. It was the millennium. No, I don't think that their kiss was anything to hoot and haw about. Here's why that one won. It won because when they break apart, Salma and Sarah... There's f***ing saliva. There's the saliva thing. It's gross. Thing. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> right? all she so, wrote. Uh, all right. On to our next segment titled Top 3, Bottom 3. This is where we talk about the three things we want to highlight in this movie, and then we go over the three things that are bad, unforgivable, or downright travesties. And look, if you can't think of three things, then you are you can't do this. You have to think of three things that you like and three things you don't like. Why are you lecturing me? I came up with I'm, three things. I'm lecturing the audience. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, not you. All right. Start. Go. Oh, no. Hit me Jesus with your top Christ. three.
1: Okay. Hit my number three, them.
0: the soundtrack is a time cap- capsule.
1: It's great. I can listen to it's the soundtrack. It's a great
0: soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, my number two is the makeup department. <laughs> I'm sorry. Every movie I've seen Drew Barrymore in, she's always been very, very nice looking. This movie made me go, <laughs> What happened? Like she's, yeah, is this her in reality, and I've been duped my whole life. I almost wonder, I almost wonder,, uh, and my number one is when Rob gives Josie the pep talk. Aww. I think that's a good brother. It's moment. a good moment, yeah, Caitlin, what are your top three?
1: It's everything that embodies a true high school experience, <laughs> okay, Sands under read your first thing that- <laughs> okay, all right, say, let me back let me back it up, Bag it on up, boop, okay. Sands, you know inappropriate relationships, sans false identities. It is true. It is quintessential high school. There's sex. It's sad. It's humiliating. It's heartwarming. There's, you know, very surface level friendships and relationships. (laughs) There's jealousy and animosity. Like, there are all things that are quintessential about high school in this movie. They hit it all. Okay. I also think that it is ahead of its time in terms of, Just bear with me in terms of the societal view of belonging and beauty and acceptance. I think that Drew Barry, I I think that it's very much so shows how difficult it was for people that did not fit into a certain ideal and into a certain box. And it brings light to that. And I think it's a coming of age film in that sense. In that like, I am not this quintessential, you know, size zero, really hot, cool girl, and like this is what happens as a result and this is how i embody who i am and i think that it 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 does that and i think that in movies like she's all that like was fucking hot and skinny she was weird yeah but she was hot and skinny <laughs> like i just think that there weren't a lot of movies back then that did things like that with the leading character especially in a high school film yeah and now when you have like me too movements and you know these beauty campaigns and all of these things i think that in that sense it was a little ahead of its time
0: well, it's funny you say that because with the hashtag Me Too movement, this movie would have never been Shut made. The f- up.
1: I know, I know. Okay, what else? Okay, you got? Kirsten, Kristen, and Gibby.
0: <laughs> I, the plastics.
1: Yeah, I mean, you hate them, Guy Perkins. You want to do him, <laughs> Sam Coulson. Like you want to do him too. Like it, you know. He's I so love. Cool, he
0: went from Coulson to Coulson. Coulson.
1: <laughs> I love the cast. I really do. And I mean, it's, ama- it's a great cast. Mm-hmm. It's a great cast. Gary Marshall and Molly Shannon are my top one, actually, <laughs> ironically enough. Okay, you all have those people in your life that you were so proudly embarrassed of. They are insane and intense and sex driven and just inappropriate as, f- <laughs> but they are authentic and true to their selves. Like, you laugh, but here's the thing like you think about gary marshall's character and like oh my god him as a boss like that would never happen in the workplace you have all had that boss before yes. you have all had that coworker that is slutty as hell and is doing god knows what with god knows who on the weeknights <laughs> like you all have those people in the workplace even though we're not supposed to you all have them yep. and it's funny it's funny
0: yes all right go okay. for it joe bottom three okay here we go bottom three My number three is the acting of this movie is bad. That's all around. I'll be quiet. But I cannot just blame the actors (laughs) because my number two is the writing is bad. Okay. Who thought that anyone would buy this as a possibly realistic story, which leads me to how cavalier they treat number one, underage everything. I suppose this is a movie designed for high schoolers in the 90s, but even they knew how creepy this was. How bad was this for Michael Vartan? The next thing he does of note is Alias, where he plays a high-ranking CIA agent who falls for his college-age underling. Beyond that, he does nothing else of note.
1: I think that's a him thing. I don't think that's a script thing. I think that's a him thing. What are your bottom three, Caitlin? Okay. Okay. There are some moral dilemmas in this movie. Like I will I will note that. Um given my my chosen profession, I don't condone fraternization with students. I don't.
0: Geologist, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Um but also like again, I don't think it's as much about Sam as it, it is about her. It is about her.
0: Um She even says so when Rob gives her the pep talk and he's like, they got a killer baseball team, and she goes like
1: it's about me. Focus. Focus, focus <laughs> Rob. Drew Barrymore is painful to look at, but <laughs> hold on. I, that should have been one of mine. <laughs> but I think this is the most relatable you see. This is as relatable as it gets when you talk about leading ladies in movies. Okay. It's relatable because the fact of the matter is more U.S. citizens look like Drew Barrymore in this movie than they look like Drew Barrymore in any other movie. Truth bomb. Sorry. Sorry. The story is so focused, so my number one is I think the story is so focused on Drew's character that none of the other characters are really developed, Yeah, and you've got a star-studded cast. I think they do well with what they're given, but I think it could have,
0: there could have been a lot more to it. I think you're right. It's a star-studded cast, but there are stars that haven't become stars yet. Well, Cause, and cause that's, that's fair. Drew was the big name. She
1: was. She was, so I mean, that's fair, and I get that, but like, when you think about, you've got molly shannon and you've got what's it i mean you've got people but, in there that you're like what the hell they could have done so much more that's the
0: thing even john c rowdy was barely a name
1: well right and now you know people are obsessed in He's fact hysterical
0: i'm trying to think who second billing might be in this movie it might be michael vartan
1: i probably at so, that time yeah Drew, michael well, vartan no i mean jessica Alba yeah yeah
0: So, yeah. Okay. Critics rating. We use an A to F scale here on the movie planet. A C is considered average. A is the highest. F is the lowest. If the movie is so bad it receives S from all the hosts, it gets into a new category called the movie planet Global Killer. A category movie where you can watch it ironically and have an amazing time at how bad it is. So the question is, by today's standards, what do you give Never Been Kissed in the romance feature film genre? Now, you nominated this, so you will get last word. Go ahead. Okay. God. Be ready. Look, I love a good rom-com, but this is not a good rom-com. This isn't one I'd say is the norm or average. This movie is bad. The writing is bad. The acting is bad. The direction is poor. There are too many leaps of faith in moments where you have to put your ethics and morals to the side in order to get through the film. Even in 1999, this was a little much. This isn't a complete failure, though. The story is linear, and it doesn't make too many gaffes in its plot. The soundtrack is very high school and 90s, and I love the soundtrack. So I am not giving this an F. But... In the end, it is overlaid with an apologetic narrative that visually is juxtaposed with the life of the teacher she ruined. Although, let's be honest, he ruined it himself. No real responsibility because in the end, she's done it all for a kiss. And are we really to believe that a disgraced teacher from conduct with a student would be applauded for giving her what she wants? Or that all these students would support Josie after that? No, this is a D for don't buy this sh- at all but that's me and i may be in the minority here caitlin take us home
1: okay i gave it a b plus you're gonna laugh you're gonna cry you are going to relate there is something in it for everyone it's definitely cheesy it's definitely inappropriate um but i think that everyone can relate to so many things throughout the movie um i also think it's just a fun movie to watch like when you think about your favorite movies they're not oscar noms they're not, like, Shape of Water is not my motherfucking, like, top movie. Like, they're they're fun, feel-good, easy movies. And this is one of those for me. It's a movie that I can always pick up. I laugh no matter when I watch it, um, regardless of how I'm feeling, regardless of where I'm at, regardless of where I pick it up at. I want to watch it. I sit down. I enjoy it. Definitely a part of my Desert Island pack. All right. Well, there you go. So there we go. Yeah, see. That's all she wrote. You were worried about
0: me. You did rip it a new I did, but, but- I hope I broadened your perspective a little bit. But that, but that's, you did. Okay, good. Yes, you did. And also, that's the whole point of the show is that we have to have different perspectives. Otherwise, it makes no sense. He didn't change his grade though, so mm, kind of a loss on my end. That's happened once or twice in three years. Oh, well then, hey, I You rock. have one of them Thank already. Okay, so if we average our grades out, it's a C, which is average. It's I'll an, take that. It's an average rom-com. I'll take it, I'll take it. Yeah, and officially taking the number three spot in our romance pantheon. Woohoo! Yeah, but let's get our critics hats off. Do you love this movie like this movie or none of the above? I'm going to start here. Go, I'm going to say go. hey, I think I like it. Yay. I, I think Yay. I, I think I like it, but it's only because of how ludicrous it is. Oh, God. Like I could see myself having a viewing party where we turn this into a drinking game every time we see a logical problem and laughing throughout the entire movie. So it serves a different hysterical purpose now for me, but it still serves a purpose.
1: I think it's it's allowed to be funny. Mediocrity is funny. Idiocrity is funny. Idiocrity? Idiocracy. Idiocracy. idiocracy.
0: <laughs> I'm no, smart. We are coining a new term. idiocracy. I like that. Idiocrity. Yes. Okay, Caitlin, we know Say how it. you feel about this. I
1: like I love I love this movie. I've grown up with this movie. I mean I've related to the characters in various ways. I love the cast. It's funny. I love the movie. I really do. I love the movie.
0: And you know what? If people out here who are listening, relate more to what she likes, than you, you take her word on this. Take your word I on this. I think it's worth a watch. There you go. It's at least worth the watch. It's I will, worth a watch. I will agree with that. It is, it is definitely worth the watch. It's cute. I'm glad that I've seen this now. If I would, all never, the words just left my head. I would have never seen this if you hadn't recommended it. Thank you. So there. I'm you glad I've brought in your repertoire. Yeah, but let's close this thing out. That's all we got time for today. Movie Planet Next show, you're here. You're here for, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm nominating Titanic.
1: There was room for both of them on the raft. See,
0: we both have problems with endings and romance movies. <laughs> so- <laughs> oh no.
1: I don't have, like, I don't have the mental capacity to be able to review Titanic. Why not? It just, there's so many things. I know. There's so many things. Well, being that we
0: only review a movie once every three months, it seems like.
1: I mean, when it comes in two, like, I still have the dual full. Oh, the VHS. VHS box where it's so long, it's got to come on
0: two VHS tapes. <laughs> yeah, it stops midway through and you're like, okay, I got to put the other one down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. I forgot about tapes like that. You're right. Long yeah. movies had that. Yeah. In fact, some DVDs early on had that, too. We had to flip the DVD over. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, the show we've got coming next week in our regularly scheduled programming is going to be a movie that Sam nominated called Mother, starring Jennifer Lawrence and Javier <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. You can email the Movie Planet using the address movieplanetpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoy the show, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, anywhere you get your podcast, wherever it is. Give us a four or five star review. Tweet with any questions, comments, theories, and I'll try to fit them into the show next time we're on the air. Send those tweets to at Movie Planet Pod and link us on Facebook and Instagram using the links in the show notes. The opinions expressed on the Movie Planet podcast are those of the individual hosts and they are not just Caitlin's. <laughs> <laughs> The Movie Planet podcast is not affiliated with, prepared for, approved, or licensed by any entity that created any films discussed or reviewed herein because we are not bought and paid for. They are included here for the purpose of review and no infringement is intended. Any last words, Caitlin? Go watch it. There you go. Go watch it. Yeah. Thanks for listening and happy movie watching. See ya, peeps. We out.
2: We out.